From Sarasota Memorial, this is HealthCasts, your weekly dose of health information from experts you can trust. Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dr. Catherine Gard. She is an OBGYN with First Physicians Group, which is part of Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. She goes by Katie. She grew up here. She went to FSU for medical school, did her residency at GW, but came back to practice here. We are so excited and so proud. And Katie, you join um, another doctor who became an OBGYN and, and came back to practice here. Uh, yeah, Dr. Shepard? Yes, Kristen yeah, Shepard. Kristen Shepard. Yeah. Um, I feel like she kind of laid the pathway, uh, the groundwork for me. Um, she had um, you know, gone through the same training with uh, through Florida State College of Medicine, done her uh, third and fourth year of medical school at this regional campus, and actually worked with the same group um, that we both now work for, you know, with w- women's care uh, specialists at First Physicians. Tell me a little bit about that practice. Uh, it's been around for many, many years. I can't tell you exactly how many, um, but this practice, uh, I feel like, is a fantastic mix of um, veteran OBGYNs and kind of middle of their career and then younger ones like me. So, um, so I have lots of great support um, and they're just all excellent mentors, excellent surgeons, um, you know, as I continue to hone my skills. And um, and it's a pretty big group. It's Yeah, it is a big group. Um, we're pretty um, cohesive uh, in that we all operate together. Um, but at the same time, uh, we are semi-independent in that um, our uh, obstetric patients, we really try to take care of by our, uh, you know, on our own, uh, meaning, you know, we see the patient through their entire pregnancy from their positive pregnancy test. Um, and we really try to deliver our own patients. You know, it's so rewarding, um, you know, in a, in a field, just medicine in general, but obstetrics that can be lots of late nights or early mornings and middle of the nights, you know, it's so rewarding to take care of your own patients. And, right. Um, meet their baby. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's important to the parents too. You know, you're going through it. You get to know the doctor in a very personal, intimate way. I mean, it can't (laughs) be more intimate. And and so you want that person there because you have put so much trust into that relationship with the person. And I remember, you know, begging my doctors, promise me you're going to be the one who'll deliver this baby. I I had one doctor, uh, I had two doctors who delivered my three kids. Uh, but one of the docs delayed this one year. He was going to go to Canada with his family. And he's like, I go every year at this time. And and I said, no, you cannot go until we have this baby. And he left like right after. And, and that's Jack Sullivan. He's just <laughs> such a wonderful doctor. Um, so let's talk a little bit, too, about what's going on in the world of obstetrics, because I mean, it, it, it has changed a little bit. Some of the topics going on right now really are things that we need to um, just to let everybody know about right now. So something called delayed cord clamping mm-hmm. is making a lot of headlines. Tell us about that. It is. It's just the idea that um, the baby, you know, immediately after delivery, um, we put baby skin to skin with mom. It's, you know, that's been shown to regulate baby's vital signs, everything from heart rate to breathing, you know, their stress levels, 
um, even their stress hormones. Um, but no, wait, but, okay. Before we before we move mm-hmm. on to delayed cl- cord clamping, the skin to skin. I mean, that's just something that would happen. You have the baby; they put <laughs> the baby on top of you, and and we didn't call it skin to skin. Now it's this big thing, skin to skin. Why? It is well because of all those benefits that you know I just mentioned. But really, the practice in the past without the delayed cord clamping was often that we would put baby maybe on mom, but maybe just hold on to baby as we you know suctioned it and qu- cut the immediately and then they would be whisked away to the you know nursery well or the warmer at least Mm -hmm. with the um, pediatrician or the baby nurse you know someone to check the baby head to toe get vitals make sure everything was fine and we just have you know learned that um, baby staying with mom is much more important as long as baby's doing well you know there's there's checks we do at the one minute and the five minute and looking for signs of any distress but as long as baby seems healthy and is, is doing well it's you know much better to keep Keep them together. How long do you let that go? The court, uh, yeah, well, to keeping them together, the skin to skin. Because I mean, you do have to put the drops in the eyes, <sighs> the antibiotic drops. You have to do something. You measure right. the baby, clean the baby. Exactly, up. and that's a huge, you know, difference too. Is we use even in, through through my training from the beginning of training, we always knew baby's weight by the time you know the obstetrician left the room. Now I rarely know it because baby's usually on mom, um, you know, that whole time as we're doing um, laceration, you know, repairing a laceration or delivering a placenta. There's a lot going on, um, and you know, the baby just stays with the mom. Um, the cord clamping part of it is uh, baby should remain on the cord if possible um, for up to about 30 seconds. Um, there's just a lot of, you know, the placenta has been feeding baby the whole time. So all the blood that we can give baby, you know, is um, it's going to be beneficial, beneficial. You know, it, there's a lot of reasons to keep um, the cord pulsating for 30 seconds and then we clamp and cut like you usually would or, so or you, dad does so you take so the baby comes out mm-hmm. or what about in c-section can you yep, keep the cord thing. connected all right yep. so the umbilical cord is still connected where is the baby during this time when he's or she is still connected on uh right on mom's belly on mom's belly but yep. not in a c-section you can't do that can you no well kind of on the belly but you know, just we're, we're usually holding the baby right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and then during that time, the baby is still getting the benefits of mom's mm-hmm. immune system, mom's uh, blood coursing mm-hmm. through the baby and all that stuff, the oxygen, the nutrients, all of those things. Yep. At that point, then you cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Can you, and I mean, when I was having my kids, it, not the first one, but later on the other kids, um, re- Retrieving some of the cord blood became a big deal because mm-hmm. you can then get the stem cells from the cord blood. Is that still something going on? So storing storing cord blood. Yes. Um, yes. Um, some patients will opt to do this. There, you know, tends to be a large expense um, associated. Some of the um, companies that that will bank this blood um, and you know freeze it and have it for years to come um, have programs where they'll you know, do it for free if there's an indication, meaning, you know, we think that these stem cells will eventually be useful for this baby because it is at risk for some disease like a leukemia, um, even some heart defects, the different, there's different indications. And so um, if we have any reason to believe this baby might do well, you know, do well or, or might need the stem cells in the future, um, there are kits and we just, it's pretty, you know, it's routine from my side of things. And if the, if the patient, uh, the parents want it done, we, we just collect the cord blood. Yeah. And is it happening very often? Uh, I would say 15 or 20%, 15% of deliveries. I so don't know. with the delayed clamping then, how do you get that done? Well, um, we'd actually counsel, par- you know, parents and patients that that's the, um, 
kind of risk benefit or, you know, you have to kind of decide is I, you know, I think the 30 second delayed core clamping is important, um, but it does minimize the amount um, that is then going uh, to freezing. Um, and so you, you do get a larger volume if we don't do the delayed, but I, th I think pe most people agree that since standard of care is waiting for that 30 seconds, at least, um, then we just get as much as we can from the rest of the cord blood. All right. Very interesting. So trends that are going on right now in obstetrics, delayed cord clamping, the skin to skin time, which mm -hmm. it can go on for how long? I mean, hours. Uh, it, sure. Um, I, I would say at some point, usually probably by the time mom's getting cleaned up. So 20 or 30 minutes, they at least will, um, you know, weigh baby, get a couple measurements and then um, get her, get her going with nursing. Now, how if, do moms handle it? You know, moms do not know what they're doing <laughs> at, at first. It, it all becomes a, a little easier as you have more kids, even though you do forget some things. But uh, how do moms handle that? Are they guided? Are there nurses right next to them? That's what I was going to say is we have excellent, you know, nurses that have been trained in this. They understand um, the importance of this, you know, not just checking boxes of the eye ointment that you, you know, mentioned and different things like that, that, that this is very important. And so I think they take it as a, a personal goal to have mom and baby, you know, bonding and skin to skin for as long as possible. Um, and then they, they take care of those other necessities. Right. It so, used to be that team. was the priority. Whisk the baby off, measure, <laughs> clean them up, blah, blah, blah. Now, no, that's delayed. I think that's wonderful. And then also there is a large push to be baby friendly. And Sarasota Memorial Hospital is a baby friendly hospital. Why wasn't it baby friendly before? <laughs> what? It always was baby friendly. Yeah, I think that term, you know, you have to be careful with that term, but it is just a, a designation. It's actually a formal designation that Sarasota Memorial has recently, um, you know, been evaluated for. And it's um, just a large push for um, education, education, education of, you know, providers, of uh, the nurses, just of the whole team of how to support the mom um, with breastfeeding, essentially with nursing. And so, and, you know, the benefits for the baby, the benefits for the mom, um, making sure everyone is aware of these things, making sure we're doing our part as doctors, educating throughout the entire pregnancy so that patients can make informed decisions. You know, I, I believe that everyone can make their own decision that there's not no right answer for, for everyone. Um, that, and so, but once they're in the hospital, if they have chosen to breastfeed, that there's good support for it. Cause there's certainly bumps along the road. Um, you know, there can be, there can be pain issues. There can be latching issues, all kinds of things. And so, um, the more people that, you know, encounter the patient and can support them in what their goal is, um, the better. Right. And also being a baby friendly hospital means that the the nursery is not the the destination for babies anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Babies room in now um, that when meaning that they stay with mom from, you know, birth, birth until uh, discharge. And so the idea being that if you're attempting to nurse and you should be nursing every two to three hours, um, there's no need for a baby to go anywhere else and for um you know, it helps you learn cues for when the baby's hungry and so they're not getting over hungry and things just to make you more successful with nursing. All right. So much to know. And we're so glad that you know it. Dr. Katie Gard, who's with First Physicians Group, part of the Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. If you'd like to know more about her, check out firstphysiciansgroup.com. If you'd like to know more about Memorial's baby care unit in any way, the maternal fetal medicine and services there, go to smh.com. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman. More with Dr. Katie Gard in just a minute.
Thank you for listening to today's show. For more information on today's topic, please visit smh.com. Follow us on your favorite social media network.